0: Right, hello and welcome back to the Basic Bible Podcast. I'm your host Kevin Thompson, and today we are uh, doing a rare episode where I'm doing it almost live. So uh, we're recording this on uh, Monday, the 26th, and we're going to upload it here tonight because the issue we're talking about is the election, and that is less than, or actually just just a little more than one week away. Uh, tomorrow will make one week till uh, what could be the most important election. Uh, of our lifetime. And I know everybody says that about every election, but I really (laughs) believe that's true here. And so joining me today is uh, my friend, evangelist Dan Knickerbocker. Dan, welcome back to to our podcast. It's a joy to be back with you again. I hope I didn't ruin your
1: reputation by calling you a friend. Hey, you are my friend and I appreciate you and um, appreciate the opportunity to uh, talk to you um we've talked about prayer journals in the past yeah. and, and things like that and and today we're talking about uh the coming election and it's really uh coming
0: down on us quickly all right and you you've been very vocal about this on social media and you've been actively engaged in this uh and you're encouraging churches uh to get their people registered and get out the vote and then i think in most states now the registrations have closed um but we're still encouraging people to get out and vote. So, so what makes you so passionate about this right now? Well,
1: I believe we're really, you know, they, they always say, like you said a moment ago, uh, every election seems to be at a crossroads. And, uh, you know, uh, we, I have always asked the Lord to, to give us um, a president, um, a mayor, a governor, judges, all of them to have a respect uh, for life and for uh holiness, um, I really believe it's important that we stay to the judeo christian principles of the Word of God, and our nation was founded on on biblical principles and uh, you can 't go to the the capital of our our country, but what you you see verses of scripture engraved in stone and You know, and um, it's just wonderful to know that when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But the Bible says when the wicked rule, the people mourn. So I I know that, that, that it's not a Democrat, Republican issue as much as it is what I would say a biblical issue that we are in line with what would please the Lord most. And I know that we're not electing a pastor, you know. Uh, we're electing a man uh, that uh, that believes that he's got a calling uh, to uh, help our country and to make it better, not worse. You know, and uh, you know there is there is corruption in politics. There's also corruption in religion, but uh, it's important that we uh, base our decisions on on morality, uh, righteous living holiness, uh, caring for others, uh, putting others before ourselves. And I think if if our nation was founded on we the people, then the people have that voice and it's vital that they uh, get registered and that they show up and, uh, you know, and vote for the one that they believe is, is good for our country. Uh, they may not always be good in some areas, but the main areas, the biblical issues, I think we want them to be good. And um, even the pro-life position is really becoming more rare in our country uh, because uh, of people believing that the woman has a right to choose what she does with her body. And, and yet at the same time, we believe that uh, if everybody could see an abortion performed, I think that they would come out of there shaken. And yeah. would say that is not the best way to go, you know.
0: How important is that issue to you? The issue, uh, you know, being pro-life, standing up for the unborn. Because um, there are some who are saying, well, listen, you know, uh, that just, we can't just be a one single voter, right? Uh, excuse me, a, a, a single issue voter. Uh, right. So how important is that? Is that should that be to us? Well, I, I I think that I think that it's
1: very important, and and most of the even the Democrats. Uh, over the years have been uh, pro-life for many years. It's been in the last uh, couple decades that there's been, you know, since Roe versus Wade, there's been a real change to where now it's acceptable acceptable, but where before it, it was considered a, a horrible thing, you know, just like even divorce years ago, 50, 100 years ago in our country, it was rare that you ever heard of divorce, but now 65% of the Homes in America are, are broken, and uh, and that's sad because when you go drive down the road, more than every other home has probably had some form of a separation or divorce, and uh, and I understand that sometimes a wife, if she's being mistreated, has to separate from her husband, but the goal is to be reconciled and to allow that marriage to get counsel and get back together, and because it really hurts the children. And a lot of times the children personally take responsibility for it when it's really not their decision at all, you know? Right. So those, those are, those are some of the reasons why I think it's important for us to get back uh, to what really pleases the Lord. And I don't believe that you have to be a Christian uh, to, you know, to, um, you know, make sure that everything, every dot is, you know, is made and every T is crossed, you know? Um, But, at the same time, I think it's important that we, we uh, stay true to our convictions,
0: especially if they're God-given convictions. You know, it's interesting because you look at the, even, uh, you know, you mentioned Roe v. Wade, and that was 1973. But you mm-hmm. fast forward to, um, and that was before my time. I, I just want to yeah. throw that out there just to feel young. Um, but in my time, even back in the 1990s, uh, you have Bill Clinton running around telling people, the Democratic Party at that time was talking about Abortion should be safe, legal, but rare. No mm-hmm. one, no one in the Democratic Party, is talking about that anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Rare is not the issue. Now we're talking about. Now we're debating about aborting children in the ninth month of pregnancy. Yeah,
1: I never this dreamed that that crazy. could happen.
0: I never dreamed that that could happen. I mean,
1: a, a woman has a baby, and the baby's laying out on a gurney, whatever, and. And, and then the the husband and wife are still deciding, do we want to terminate the baby or not? No. And if the, if they say we're going to go ahead and terminate it, then that, that doctor is responsible to kill that child. Yeah. Um, that, that's called homo- homicide, you know, right there, uh, because that child is breathing, that child has a brain, that child is functioning, you know. Uh, so I think that's the real liberal position, the far out liberal position. I really believe that, um, you know. Uh, so I, that that's that's that, that's that's hurtful and harmful to our nation. It's a lack of respect uh, for human life. It's just like all of the looting and the things that have gone on. I mean, what right do I have to to smash windows and burn buildings down? You know, I didn't pay for them. You know, but because I I want to I want to make a statement. No, I just think that it's it's people that are so. Uh, I believe that they are so without conscience. You know, the Bible says your conscience will either accuse you or excuse you. Hmm. Years ago, I remember hearing the story about people that would travel through town and they would just go in and steal because they figured if, if you've got something I need and I don't have it, then I have a right to take it. That was, that was the concept of what the children were taught as children, you know, when they were small. And they carry that on, and they so their conscience excused them, so that they could do what they wanted to do. Well, that's what we're doing today. <clears throat> you know, if you can talk me into doing what's wrong, my conscience will no longer accuse me, but it will excuse me. I think, we're, for instance, it's just like littering. If I, if I let's suppose I eat at McDonald's and then I throw everything out onto the road, um, right now I have a conscience that I shouldn't do that. But there are people that do it. Don't they, right. don't they think that, that they shouldn't do it? Yeah. No, their conscience has excused them,
0: see? Well, and what obsesses me greatly about that, you know, the writing, the looting, is if you look at what the core issue is, I mean, they, they have a point in that, you know, in, in some of these protests about some things that are going on that are wrong. Mm-hmm. But now we're not talking about that anymore. We're not talking about right. um, that original, but now we're talking about vandalism. We're talking about even more loss Mm -hmm. of life um, and and destruction and chaos and a lack of, we've lost whatever moral high ground was once there is now gone.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And we're we're dealing with things we're, we're, and maybe you can speak to this a little more, but as a nation that continues to walk away from the Lord Mm -hmm. and, and walk away from biblical principle, we no longer know how to deal with, True issues of justice and true issues of 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 right and wrong that have to be dealt with well,
1: I, I think that you know what happened with uh, you know where, where that young man was was killed by the police and i, I don 't think that there's ever uh, any reason to condone uh, violence by police against against uh, anyone unless their life is in danger and uh, you know i don 't believe that that we should live in a country where we defund the police and uh, you know and and it's really going to a society that every man does that which is right in their own eyes and and now when you when talking when you're talking about argument um you know while you're talking to them they're thinking about what they're going to say to you they're, yeah. they're not thinking about what you said or how it would help them to be a better person you know what i mean right i mean you can protest yeah. we believe in protest the by uh the, the constitution allows protest and you know you can stand out there with a sign and you can make your voice known and you can go to the ballot box and you can vote out those that you think are in violation whether it be of uh of uh, police brutality or regardless of what it may be but for for people to put their signs down and start burning and looting and picking up bricks that have been placed there by somebody who wants to promote this thing uh, we call that anarchy, and that's what destroys a nation. But before anarchy comes apathy. Yeah, apathy is the is the thing where I don't care what you think. I don't care, you know. And so it's 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 mob rule more than it is, you know, uh, going to the ballot box and kicking those out that shouldn't be there,
0: <laughs> you know. So, all right, so we're encouraging churches to encourage their people to go out and and, and vote, uh, but there's there's many things, well, what's really the point? Because, you know, the Bible talks about in the end times, things are going to get worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe I live in a liberal area where, you know what, it's just not going to matter. Uh, why bother? Why, why go through all okay. this? Okay. I, I think
1: that it's important that if, uh, let me give you some statistics that really reveal it. Um, in our country, it's believed that there are approximately 80 million what we would call evangelicals. That would be people that do believe the Bible is the word of God. They go to church. uh, They they are upright citizens. They pay their bills. And right on down the line, they're moral people. 80 million, okay? Now, in 2016, in the presidential election, only um, 30, 30 million voted yeah so 50 million did not vote in the 16 elections now i understand that to a point i don't think it's right but i can understand why some would think you know when 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 trump came out you know came down that escalator uh, my my first thought was he's going to crash and burn there's no doubt about it i mean you've got some really good uh you know uh people that are running uh for the presidency and and he was not my pick at all. And uh, as I saw that line get smaller and smaller, and ends up that he gets the nomination, I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" But then I, I looked at what the choice was. The other choice was, and I was like, well, "You know, I'm not I'm not electing a pastor. I'm not voting for a pastor. I'm voting for a, an entrepreneur. I'm I'm voting for an economist that knows a lot about deals and that type of thing. And um, you know." Um, been married, uh, you know, uh, three times. And I'm like, you know, uh, years ago, we wouldn't even think of considering somebody like that. But it appears to me that what Trump has done, as he has done more in in, in relation to promises of getting things done than than I've ever known of any presidents in my lifetime. And a lot of those things were reversals of the old Obama, you know, ideology and all of that. And and uh, you know uh, what he did in Jerusalem, you know, and on and on I could go with things that that he accomplished, uh, you know, and, and really got the economy moving again. Coronavirus really was an upset there, but um, you know, and he's not perfect, and he's, he he tweets too much, and he says things that I, I I don't like it when he cusses, you know. But at the same time, when I think about the alternative, it's almost to in my mind it's like it's a no-brainer really. Hmm. Um, and, and, you know, in four more years, he will be gone too, you know, right. but I think that I want your, to answer your question, I think what's important is that, yes, the world's going to get progressively worse and worse. The Bible says there in the book of Timothy, perilous times shall come, men shall be lovers of their own selves, you know, and boasters and proud and disobedient to parents and unthankful and unholy and without natural affection. Boy, we're living in that day. Mm, yeah. But, but, but if we have a voice and we don't use it then we are bringing it on much quicker than it needs to be brought on. I mean, there was the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, and uh, there was the days when those people, uh, you know, were, were you know, destroyed by God. I mean, it wasn't by man, it was by God. Yeah. And so when you don't have a fear of God, then anything, you can do anything you want, it doesn't matter because there's no God in your mind, you know. But I believe there is a God, and we're going to all give an account to God. Yeah. There in Romans chapter 13, it talks very emphatically about, you know, those that have the rule over us, you know, the authorities. They're ordained of God. But if godly people aren't voting, how can that person be of God or be yeah. for God, you know? I think that's really important.
0: Uh, and, and I'll just throw in, not, not to argue, but, you know, no. my, my thoughts on Trump are a little different. Sure, uh, But that's okay, Um, and uh, but if the righteous do nothing, of Mm -hmm. course we're going to have bad candidates, and Mm -hmm. of course we're not going to. And I think um, Trump, Biden, uh, you know, are are just symbolic of of how far our country has strayed. Oh, you're so right. Choice between these two guys, but I do Mm -hmm. think, and I I encourage my students this all the time. um, Well, you know, I ran for office years ago obviously I didn't win, um, but I heard so many times, I'd like to vote for you, but I, I don't, you know, this was, a, you know, you knew me when I was living in Wisconsin, to uh, me, yeah. Massachusetts, mm-hmm. uh, one of most liberal parts of the nation, because said, well, I'd like to vote for you, but a conservative can't win in Massachusetts, and if I had a vote for every time somebody said that, I might have won. Wow. <laughs> and then, you know, but you look at, Local elections. And I think a lot of people forget local elections. Mm-hmm. Um, in where I'm at now, in Wisconsin, rural Wisconsin, average voter turnout at a local election, when there's no presidential election going on, <clears throat> it's about 17%. That's incredibly low. That is. But if you look at, and I, and I think that's par for the course, but if you look at <sighs> every church that is in Beloit, Wisconsin, If every church in Beloit, Wisconsin registered their people to vote, encouraged their people to vote, the churches of this town would run everything. They would. They Um, would. We would control, whether it's the city council or, and you know, people are complaining about masks and stuff right now. Well, that's a city council issue. Right. Um, You know, all the county boards and whatnot. um, We would have our say. And I'm, again, I'm not talking about you know taking over the world or anything. I'm not talking about theocracy, but no, I know. Um, we would, uh, <laughs> we would have you know you get those people on the city council, on county boards, and whatnot, and there you have future uh, mainstream candidates. You know, running for the state house, running for senate, running for Congress, and yeah, even maybe president someday. But it starts on that local level where no one's paying attention. If we could actually get involved on that level. Mhm-, yeah, this we would turn this whole
1: thing around oh i, I believe that and and i and and i i i don't believe that our nation has to get so corrupt uh before the Lord comes i really okay. don't I, I i believe i believe he's coming um we don't know when right. um and we look forward to his coming uh but uh again w- when you think about these elections and you know, um two other evangelists and I uh, contacted six hundred pastors mm. encouraging them to register people to vote, and they, they said that they would, and many of them did. One church registered one hundred and twenty in his church. Wow. He thought many more uh, you know he thought all of his people were registered, but come to find out there was one hundred and twenty that had not registered and were not voting. Right. so you know, um I believe that that uh, oh here's what I wanted to mention. The, um, uh, the evangelical, if all eighty eighty million 80 million voted, we would never lose an election. Okay. And, uh, and, and, and it would be more people than what we would refer, refer to as all the Afro-Americans, all, all of the Hispanic, all of the, uh, the homosexual crowd, you know. And uh, those three groups or four groups right there is far less than 50 million. Mm. And, you know, and it's like, wow, that, that's, that's pretty amazing. You know, that, that we could win elections every time. If all, all of those that claim to be a Christian stood for something, right. You know, even the Pope just came out, you know, and, and, yeah. you know, promoted those same you know, the, the, the same sex unions. Um, I, if I was a Roman Catholic priest, I would be livid because it's in total violation of their doctrine.
0: (laughs) Well, brother, if you were a Roman Catholic priest, you wouldn't be on my podcast, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, not only, not only that, uh, but, but, uh, you know, uh, the Roman, the Roman Catholic church, um, there was a Roman Catholic priest that just came out and told his whole congregation, there's five reasons why you should not vote for Biden, which really shocked me. And uh, one of them was, you know, uh, the, the, staying true to our religious liberties and, and, and being against uh, same sex marriage. That was one of them. And the other one was pro-life and then there were a few others, but, but, but it just shocked me that, that the Pope came out and said this, you know, uh, because that would be in violation of all of the Popes in the past. And, and, and it wasn't legal. Homosexuality was not legal in our country till just a, a number of years ago. Um, Even some of the states did not, it was not legal. It was considered a crime, you know, so you can see how far we've gone in the wrong direction. And now it's become like totally acceptable. Like for instance, Massachusetts and, you know, some of your New England, Vermont, and some of them are extremely liberal, you know, and uh, it's because they have no fear of God and they don't know what God's word says. And uh, I I would blame it at the preacher's feet. You and know so, we must
0: be vocal about these things, right? And so, you know, just to you know, circle back and mm-hmm. we're running <laughs> running out of time. Excuse me. Sure. But just to be, just so everyone knows that we're 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 not talking about again a theocracy. We're not talking about right. taking over the government. And we don't believe, and it's, I think it's important to, to state that that we're not saving the world through politics. We're not right. um, we we don't believe that we're going to usher in the kingdom of God through political means, but mm-hmm. we still believe it, it. Yes, get out and vote. We want you to do that, mm-hmm. but that's not going to shape eternity as much as right. Keep preaching the gospel. Mm-hmm. We want people to come to Christ. We want people to recognize their sin and that Christ died for their sin, and that ultimately is the the, the most important issue you've got to weigh. Uh, even before an election, that's mm-hmm. going to determine not just a prosperity of a nation, but the fate of your right. soul. Right, exactly. You know, the Bible
1: says that, that we're to occupy till he comes. You know, the Bible makes it clear that, you know, that we are to abstain from the appearance of evil. Yeah. Uh, we're not to let our good be evil spoken of. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not even worried about whether, you know, uh, the uh, roe versus wave is gonna be changed back. That that isn't even a part of my thinking really. Yeah. Um I, and and I, I don't know whether that's going to happen or not. And I'm not even worried about it. But but I am concerned about living in a safe country. Right. Where where we're not in anarchy. You can see what happened in Venezuela and, and many other countries over the years. Uh they're in poverty, uh they're starving. They're all, all these things, the liberties, the good liberties that we enjoy capitalism and those things are under by the illusions of our country yeah. and uh and I think that's why that's why we must stand up and be counted for righteousness and and uh you know do everything we can to make a difference
0: and some of that is just but we're to love people I, you know right. I, I well that's what christ commanded love our neighbor and if if i can yep. help provide a better uh atmosphere A better job for him, better uh, circumstances all around. um, Mm -hmm. That benefits, Uh, you know, benefit my neighbor that he has a Christian as a neighbor. Exactly, exactly. We're not going
1: to take advantage of them. We're not going to litter. We're not going to, you know, uh, uh, cause trouble. Uh, There's not going to be any anarchy because we believe that we have a responsibility to honor the Lord. And when yeah. you honor the Lord, you, you honor others. You know, you know. Jesus made a statement that I, I, I will never forget. He said, love your what? Your enemies. Yeah. We're to love those that don't agree with us. Right. We're to pray for them, which despitefully use us and even persecute us. You know, there's a lot of name calling going on uh, in our country because of our stand. And uh, I hope that we're not name calling others because of their stand, but yes. we certainly want to pray for them and pray that they will come to know the Lord because eternity is the real issue,
0: Right.
1: you know, and and uh, we, we wouldn't pray that somebody would die or that, you know, that something terrible would happen to them, uh, but I've heard some pretty nasty things, you know, yeah. said and things done uh, to our president and and, you know, on both sides. I, I think there's been some of that on both sides, and I think we need to really look look in our own hearts and say, "Am I really honoring the Lord with what I say?" Well, that's really important because you know,
0: I get wrapped up in you've you've seen some of my fo- my posts. Oh, me too, me too. I get I get it's it's real easy to for in the midst of an, a disagreement, yeah, you can turn into argument real quick to where a point I, I'm I'm trying to win the argument rather than pointing someone to Christ or pointing someone to the bigger issue. And that's yes. where I get drawn away. And that's I think it's a danger of, of politics. Well, it's a temptation for sure. Yeah.
1: You know, they say if politics, you know, they say stay away from religion and politics because <laughs> they're both dirty. Really, technically, um, if we if we are true to God's word, uh, we, we are going to get involved in making a difference in our country to make it better.
0: <clears throat> right.
1: You know, I thought okay. it was interesting when Trump said, you know, the only reason I, I ran was because of what I saw in the last you know, eight years. And you know, he kind of made that a reason why he even ran. He wouldn't have ran if he, if he felt that the government was going in the right direction. And of course, that, you know, that was a talking point for him. But the point is, our nation should be getting better, not worse. Yeah. And so that me, hinges on who's in charge and what laws they, they put together and, and how it's carried out. You know?
0: Let me ask you this, let me ask this final question. Okay. How can um, folks like you and I uh, get along? You're 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 obviously supporting Donald Trump. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not supporting Biden. Let's just, just throw that out there, yep. just to make yep. sure. Um, how can and because the, these are very important issues, and you're yes. very passionate about where you're at. And I, I'm passionate about where I'm at. Uh, but we're both fellow believers in Christ, and that bond yep. is, is is stronger than any political issue. Oh, definitely. But those political issues are important; they're not unimportant. So, how can right. guys like you and I uh, still remain friends and still remain brothers in Christ, even though we we got a little disagreement?
1: Well, we do get worked up over things, and <laughs> and and I and I I understand that. And but but at the same time, we shouldn't. We 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 we're brothers. Yeah. We we both have the same Christ. Right. And uh, and we're we're going to be together in eternity. Right. And um, this too shall pass. Yeah, the problems that we face in our country, and and I, I just think that there's a little bit of reprieve from going over the cliff uh, with this election, and who knows, maybe Trump will take it over the cliff. I don't know, but but I, I do believe that that you know some people have said, well, my conscience won't allow me to vote, you know, for Trump, or you know, my conscience will not allow me to vote for Biden. Well, uh, that's fine. If, if you think you can vote for either one or you can't vote for one or about the other, uh, that, that's something between you and the Lord. You know, the Bible, you don't have to give an account to Dan Knickerbocker. Right. You're going to give an account to the Lord. And that's why I think it's so important that the decisions that we make that deal with what we call civil you know, responsibility is that um, I want to try to, to uh, vote for the, the better of the two evils.
0: And I would encourage my listeners, you know, join me in third party world, but, um, <laughs> but I think you and I have the same ultimate goal in mind. Um, yeah. and I think we have different ways to get there. And, mm-hmm. and I, what you said is really important is that, um, I'm going to paraphrase you and, and turn it around yes. in that Dan Nickerbocker is not held accountable to me. I, you know, you don't have to right. answer to me or, or make a defense of, of where, of where you're going. Um, and I, I think sometimes I, I know I'm guilty of losing that sometimes. Why can't you, you know, you just ought to believe the way I do, you know, it's, it's just the right way. Yeah. I can't believe how, well, you don't give account to me. You're, you're, you're no. going to make, uh, you know, uh, what you believe the Lord, uh, the Lord is laying on your heart to do. Mm-hmm. and That's fine. And that yeah. should be fine with me. And because again, I know you well enough to know you're not a evil person who's, uh, seeking to, I don't know, whatever you've got some sort of, agenda i know that i i know that that that's not where you're at and you know i know that because i'm talking with you, and yeah. I've known you for a long time and so i think that's a part of politics that sometimes we forgot is that mm-hmm. i can um have com- I, I need to listen more sometimes mm-hmm. um and, and instead of well instead of just impugning your motives right off the bat um it'd be right more beneficial for me to sit down and talk with you and find out mm-hmm. you know what you're not just an evil guy uh, see that you have genuine disagreements, but, again, because of our, our relationship in Christ, mm-hmm. um, we, we can overlook the disagreements because there's bigger issues that you and I both are passionate about and both agree on. Yes. Amen. All right. Well, I want to wrap this up, and uh, we'll we end the program with recommended resources. And, uh, Brother, I know you uh, work with a group or you're involved with a group, what was it, Faith Wins?
1: Uh, uh .org is a, is a Chad Conley's, um, ministry. And, uh, his goal was, uh, to reach out and, and touch pastors because they influence a lot of people. And I believe that they, they reached, uh, they reached some high totals. I think they reached a total of 16,000 preachers, which is wonderful. We, we, uh, personally called, uh, 600, not faith Wins, but but uh, Byron Fox uh, with uh, Bible Truth Music, yeah, uh, he's an evangelist. Him and I are good friends, and we work together on that. I think maybe 21 different denominations uh, were 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 contacted. Uh, I contacted more Baptists than any other, but but in total, there were 21 uh, different denominations that you know that got on these Zoom calls. I'm doing a Zoom call on Friday uh you know with Faith Wins and uh David um uh David Gibbs is gonna be uh the keynote speaker and Scott Paulie will be on there and that'll be a great thing if you can if you would like to get on there and watch that if you're able to but uh, that'll be the last one and they did a total I think of about eighty ninety three uh zoom calls to preachers. Yeah they did a great and then, and then they flew around the them. country they flew around the country and contacted uh, you know, had get-togethers with pastors. So I think it's going to make a difference. I, I think it's going to help, you know, I hope
0: tremendously. <laughs> yeah, and they, they really put, con- uh, you know, passion contact with great guys. Like some of these Zoom calls. We've I mean, had Senator Tim Scott, uh, yep. Rand Paul. Uh, you've had yep. Mike Huckabee and others um, yep. who joined in with that. And those those were great. Uh, again, Dr. Gibbs uh, coming up on Friday. And uh, even on the website now, uh, you can still access a lot of voter guides on there. So if you're still mm-hmm. excited, um, yep. you can look at and uh, I even know hey the even some third party guys were included in those so I appreciate that yeah um, yep. and so there's there's yeah. a lot on there but also we want to recommend uh, the uh, revival ministries website your yes site uh, where you can get a lot of stuff and talk a little bit you know we're running out of time here but talk a little bit about your prayer journals we have talked about that in the past yeah um, it's been a blessing to me I used to use them in my classroom. Um, and you can purchase t- tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, the the uh, the uh, prayer journal is is called the specific daily prayer plan, yeah. where you contact the Lord each day, and you take your request to Him, and then you wait for Him to answer. It's just that simple, and it helps you to record them so that if you get discouraged, something happens in your life where you get thrown a curve that you weren't expecting, you can go back to those answers and be re- be encouraged. Yeah, It's only $15. It's on my website, revivalministries.net, not .com, but .net. And I also have a book I just put out on um, revival in our lifetime, 10 sermons and 43 interesting illustrations of my life, things that have happened in my life. And then I have a book out on uh, the art of taking uh, an established church. My brother and I put that out to help uh, young preachers that are looking for a church, or it's even good for pulpit committee chairmen and, you know, the pulpit committee to read it and it helps them to understand what, where the pastor is coming from that is candidating, you know? So those are some tools that God has given to us. And um, it's exciting to serve the Lord and, you know, we're looking for the Lord's return. And until then we want to stay busy. And I, I do revivals almost every week of the year. And I go where I'm invited. I don't call preachers and ask for meetings. I just believe that if they call me, then then that, that means God's in it yeah um, and, I, and I feel comfortable about that i when I call a preacher or if I were to call a preacher and say, "Hey, you know I'm going to be in your area, can I be with you?" then he would have to say, "Well, you know, I really don't want Knickerbocker to be with me, but I'll, I'll have him come, you know and and then I would be a burden, and i don't want I don't want that yeah. to happen, you know. So that's the way we've done it uh, for the last 20, 20, um,
0: yeah, 20 years. Well, your ministry has been a blessing to me, and I, I hope I can pass that along to other people as well. I appreciate we'll have, that. We'll have those links on our website. Um, yeah. our recommended resources, so make sure you check those out, guys. And uh, we're just going to wrap things up. Brother Dan, thank you for taking the time. And oh, it was my privilege. I want to thank God all like of you, you for brother. listening. I want to thank all of you for listening. Don't forget to check out our website at www. Uh, BasicBiblePodcast.org. We can find all those links and uh, check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Basic Bible Cast. So uh, until next week, have a great rest of your week.